Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Michelle and Randy, and to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line we go. Jeremy Rutherford is in Montreal for tonight's NHL Draft. You can see it on ESPN or ESPN+. And JR is going to be there, and he'll have coverage at The Athletic. And, of course, on uh, Twitter, at JP Rutherford. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? Everything's great. And Michelle's got a scoop for you. Well, JR, I need Uh-oh. you to help me discern if this is a scoop or not, Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and normally you would be listening, but we know you're at the draft. So I, I'm presenting this to you for the first time. So last night I'm watching the Cardinals game. I get a notification on my phone. It says Vladimir Tarasenko has liked your tweet. I'm like, what tweet could Vladdy have possibly liked of mine? So I click on it and it's a video that I had posted from the Stanley Cup parade back in 2019. It kind of went viral. It had, it had millions of views and impressions, but it's of him hugging a fan, signing an autograph. And really it was just a special moment between Vladdy and the crowd on that day. So I texted Randy and Matt and I go, Vladdy's on the move. He's going on the nostalgia tour. This is what I do when I think about college and all the good times. I go back and I look at photos and videos and I like them. So what do you think about this theory, JR? Do you think that Vladimir Tarasenko was thinking about the good times in St. Louis before he's ultimately on the move elsewhere? Yeah, wow. You know, when you first started laying that out, (laughs) when you first started laying that out, I, I thought you might be saying, that that's going to pull him back to St. Louis and that he'd, he'd want to stay, but you went the other way and said he's going on that tour. Uh, you know, I think you're potentially right. Just, uh, you know, what we've been hearing for months and months is that uh, he wanted to follow through on the trade request. And I know the past couple months I've said to you guys that, hey, leave open the window. We don't know if they've had talks with Doug Armstrong. We don't know if he's changed his mind. It looked like he had a lot of fun this season, right? That's what everybody pointed out. A great season, a career year, 82 points. But at the end of the day, was it enough to turn around his disappointment in some of the things uh, that were mentioned at the time of the trade request? And it appears, you know, talking with people last night, and I have a story up at The Athletic today, that he still would like to see the trade go through. And will that happen today? Will that happen tomorrow at the draft? We don't know that. But what we do know that is if the Blues are going to move him, now would certainly be the best time because his stock is high and because you want to get things settled with your payroll, teams do, uh, way before you get to the start of the season. So if, if it's going to happen, Michelle, it looks like it could be soon. JR, it seems as if Doug Armstrong loves, love, loves Zach Bolduke. You had a chance to go visit him. What was uh, your takeaway from that visit? Yeah, great visit. He's about uh, an hour and 45 minutes away. And a uh, quick funny story, guys, is uh, so I get to the rental place in Canada, you know, 47 years old. I don't think I've ever driven in Canada. <laughs> and I get, to the, I get to the car rental place and they say, hey, we don't have any regular cars, but we have a Tesla for you. Which, hey, it sounds all fine and dandy, and it, but only if you know how to operate one. <laughs> and so I get into this Tesla and I can't find the phone charger. So now my phone's dying. I need my navigation to get to the place, right? And then secondly, I look at the car battery, and the car battery's dying. So, yeah, it's great we don't have gas, but now I'm driving two hours away, and I see the car just go from 76 to 70% to 65%. I'm like, am I going to get to see uh, Zach Bolduc and get back to Montreal? And so uh, we ended up making it, and, and yeah, I had a great hour visit with the Blues. First-round pick from a year ago, 2021. 
Uh, he put up uh, 55 goals, 99 points in 65 games. You know, strong kid, 6'1", looks like he's a buck 85. He's going to be at the development camp next week, July 11th through the 14th at Centene, and he's going to come to training camp next year. And, you know, while uh, he, he said that uh, he's got aspirations of making the team, they all do, you know, at this young age, probably will go back to junior hockey with Quebec for one more season. We'll see what happens with him. But lots of stuff uh, from him that I'll have in the article at The Athletic next week. Looking forward to that, JR. I'm sure it's going to be great, and I'm glad you made it to your destination. It sounds like the cops are behind you. What's going on? You know, you can't step anywhere. You try to go in a hotel, it's loud. You step outside, and the cops are behind you. So I love it. coming after me. I don't know. <laughs> I love it, JR. Well, uh, there's a lot of rumors out there as, as we lead up to the draft. What are you hearing about Tory Crude? Could he be potentially a piece that Doug Armstrong moves? Well, you know, some people have asked that question the past month or so. What about moving Tory Krug? And I think where that stems from is, you know, you're up against the cap and you're trying to find ways to, uh, to, to fit everybody in. And if you can move Tory Krug's salary, which, you know, he signed that big deal when he came from Boston, $6.5 million per year, you know, it could free up some cap space if you're going to plop a, 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 a Scott Perinovich into that spot. I personally don't think that the Blues can do that. Maybe that's not what they're even eyeing just because of Perinovich's injury history and, you know, he hasn't yet to prove himself. And speaking of which, you're looking for help on that left side of the defense. You're not looking to move somebody. Uh, but there was the report yesterday from uh, uh, Daily Faceoff's Frank Saravelli that said the Blues have been gauging interest in Tory Krug. The one thing I can tell you guys is that uh, Tory Krug does have a full no-trade clause. Talked to some people yesterday. He has not been asked to move that. Obviously, if the Blues did have a deal in place, they could – you know, make that happen quickly. Uh, but I don't believe that Tory Krug has any interest at this point in, in moving. But there is some speculation, as we saw yesterday. And, Jr., if you're going to move these players, Tarasenko and or Krug, what are the Blues looking for? Are they just looking for picks? or is, Are they looking for young assets? What would the Blues want out of these trades, aside from, obviously, cap room? Well, if they're going to you know, move a Tory Krug, I would think that they'd have a backup plan in place. As I mentioned, I don't think Prinovich is, is ready. So, you know, does a moving Tory Krug give you cap space to allow you to re-sign David Perron and then also make a deal for, let's say, Jacob Chikrin? And, you know, I did check on the Chikrin front, and they said that the Blues have not been involved. This is as of a couple days ago uh, in talks for Chikrin. So, so, yeah, what are they looking for? You know, it, it all depends. I think it's going to hinge on the Tarasenko thing, whether or not they move him. Because if, if you move him, depending on what you get back, you could clear up some of the space. And you might not have to move some of the other players that they're talking about. So, you know, Randy, I, there's so many moving parts in uh, what they could be trying to get back in a deal for these guys. I think they all just kind of mesh together. Doug Armstrong has that blueprint in front of him. We don't have it. We can speculate on it. But he knows what the moving parts are. And that's why you hear bits and pieces come out with the speculation. And by the way, JR, I want to go back to Vladdy for a second because I think it was you that had last summer that Vladdy had pretty much said, I'll go anywhere. And is that right? Was that your report or was it somebody else's report that he had pretty much yeah, said? I, yeah, I mentioned that a source said that, uh, you know, hey, at this point, we'll go anywhere. So yeah. I think it was that. But you know what, Randy, if, if, if the case comes to him and says, hey, we want you to go to to Calgary, you know, can he say no to that? I guess he could, but yeah, but uh, yeah. At, at the time, uh, the camp said that uh, he would go anywhere. So, and my question would be: obviously, he would like to go and play with Panarin with the Rangers, and they're a team that has a chance to to do special things on the East Coast, maybe even the Devils. But I wonder how much of an appetite Vladdy would have to go to Raleigh, North Carolina. Yeah, we'll see. You know, they got a real good team down there, and and they're missing that piece. They're missing that elite score. I, I had the stat in there today. You know, that seven game series they lost to the New York Rangers. I think they scored. 
uh, what, 14, 12 goals, and the uh, power play was 13%. Vladdy uh, could help that. The other team, and I mentioned in the article, I, I think that he's really high on is Florida. They've undergone a coaching change. They were swept by Tampa. You know, does that change things? But, you know, look, Vladdy's in uh, the Florida area training. Uh, he has been the summer. You know, he likes the area. He likes the team. I think that would be a destination that he would prefer. So I think some of those others could be a fit, but I do think a team like Florida would be high on his list. JR, we do an exercise here on our show where we look at Blues players and we determine if they're a want or a need for the upcoming season. And Ivan Barbashev is an interesting case study. When you look at him, a team leading 160 hits, he had 60 points, 26 goals. When you look at Barbie, is he more of a want or a need for the St. Louis Blues? Yeah, no, I, I like him on the roster, and I think he's, he's helped, and we saw what he did during the Stanley Cup, and what a great year he had last year. My only thing with Barbashev, and I'd have him on my team any day of the week, the only thing with Barbashev is he's got one more year left on his deal, and we're talking about a guy who scored, what, 25, 26 goals, and I think he's wanted to be paid for a couple of years, you know, like a better player. In his mind, he was a better player. Now he feels like he's finally proved that, Michelle. And, yeah, he's not going to be a $5 million player, but with the year he had, could Ivan Barbashev get three and a half, three seven? Could he ask for four million? He potentially could. Now I don't think that would be something that the uh, Blues would even uh, entertain, would consider. So you know, the other way to look at it is you know trade him while his stock's high. And so I think that's why you hear Barbashev's name mentioned. Uh, want or a need? You know, I think he's the type of player that you do need on your team. But I think there are other players out there. Uh, that you could replace them if you moved them in the right deal. JR, last thing from me, take it or leave it, the Blues use the 23rd pick in the first round tonight. I am going to leave it, and I'll say this. Doug Armstrong said he had some conversations recently about uh, you know moving up or down in the draft. To me, whenever they've had uh, a pick in the 20s, guys, they've moved up a couple spots, they've moved down a couple spots. You know, they've done that with several uh, drafts. So, you know, I, I think they'll probably pick in the first round, uh, but let's just say that uh, they'll move up or down because what I'm hearing is the top 17 or 18 picks are, are pretty good. There's not much there at 23. So if you get to 23 and those players are gone, you might want to move back. All right. JR, have a great time in Montreal, and we will uh, read the piece about Zach Bolduc next week, and you have a great piece up today about uh, the NHL draft and what you're hearing and not hearing about the Blues heading into the NHL draft. Have a great day. Yeah, thanks. You guys, too. Thank you, sir. That is Jeremy Rutherford. We're fortunate to have him with us. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? 
Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.